0: There is no third-party tracking software at all. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Anonymously, and your searches aren't tracked. Your voice is getting sent to their servers and saved. They're tracking everything that you're doing.
1: Welcome to Weed Buds Radio. My name is Matt. Thank you for joining us. I stole the intro today from Rai. Today, we have a, another technological feature meeting, a cannabis feature, and it seems to be a common theme amongst some of our guests here, Rai. I wonder why that is.
2: Well, thanks for hijacking the intro. Good thing that the next guest is going to talk about security features when it comes to websites. So we can make sure that you don't get hijacked like Matt just did to me. Well, I'm really excited to learn from Dan. Uh, he's got a really cool website, 420A3.com. And he, I'm going to have him explain some of the differentiators between his platform and some of the others. And so, Dan, why don't you tell us first how your passion for the cannabis industry evolved?
0: Uh, I've always been a cannabis enthusiast and uh, decided to get into this about four years ago.
2: Awesome, and what were you doing before?
0: Oh, well, a computer programmer for the last 25 years, uh, and that's how I built the website, was based on the, my experience in the last 25 years.
2: That's awesome, and your website is 420A3.com. Tell us a little bit about the website and what what are some important features to you, Dan?
0: Well, it's a basically a business uh, listing website that you can search for, of course, uh, dispensaries, but we also provide uh, listings for any uh, related company in the industry. Producers, growers, processors, uh, transporters, Uh, So we want to cater to any business in the industry. And our big thing is uh, a security model. We don't uh, allow any third party tracking software tools. Um, So everything's done anonymously and your searches aren't tracked. Uh, So that's there's nobody else in the industry that has as secure of a search system as we do.
2: And why is that so important for the user?
0: Well, it isn't for a lot of people, but you know, with the data breaches that have happened in the last few years with Facebook and uh, Cambridge Analytical, you know, Facebook was fined like $4 billion last year for data breaches. And we felt that we, you know, in the cannabis industry especially, that people, a certain segment of people don't want to be tracked when they go and search for marijuana online, mm. they don't want their bosses to know what they've been doing or have ads popping up on their browsers for uh, medical marijuana or CBD stuff when they're at work.
2: <laughs> that makes sense. And so. You know, for somebody like me that is not very educated on the technology side, like, does this relate to like cookies and stuff like that? Is that the tra- the tracking mechanisms?
0: Yes. Uh, you know, Google and uh, several other companies that do internet tracking and uh, data metrics, uh, they install uh, tracking cookies on your machine and they follow you around the internet and track and log everything that you do and click on and where you go. And when you come to our website, we have cookies, but it's only for the experience on our website. There is no third party tracking software at all installed on our servers.
2: Interesting. So I guess to understand cookies, like basically it's aggregating everything that we're doing on our devices, correct?
0: Yes, it, it basically, uh, it stores little amounts of data that get transferred back to third-party servers. And um, you can clear these cookies out yourself if you know how to in your browser uh, settings, but most people don't. Um, and so, you know, and we're one of the few sites that actually shows you what we're using cookies for, the ones that we do use. So if you log on to our website and look at our cookies link, you'll actually see what cookies we're using and why we're
2: using them. Interesting. So transparency is something that's very important to you and this website.
0: Yes. Yeah, and we uh, encrypt all our sensitive data. Um, n- no email addresses are ever shown online unless you decide you want to uh, expose it. And, uh, People can even uh, just browse our site anonymously and uh, without having to join.
2: That's fantastic. Now, one question for you, Dan: What does the A three stand for at the end of four hundred and twenty?
0: Triple anytime, anywhere, any place. And uh, it wasn't necessarily that we're advocating that uh, you that marijuana is should be done anytime, anywhere, any place. But we're an online business. And so we're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And uh, so 423 was uh, just a, the shortest URL I could think of at the time to, that was marijuana related.
2: Awesome. No, that makes perfect sense. So I've been playing around with your site now and, and you and I met uh, a while ago uh, just through online networking as as I think we both do quite a bit of. And I love just some of the, the features on your site. Obviously I had mentioned to you the uh, the galaxy, you know, I got lost into that for hours, but there are some really amazing features on here. And also, Dan, I wanna thank you because I noticed And especially where there's no cookies, I thought this was really cool that when I went to your website, there was a Weed Buds Presents. I'm looking at it right now, WeedBudsRadio.com. And then, of course, an, an advertisement for Not Plastic, one of our sustainability parts of our business. And I thought that was really cool. So can any business in the cannabis space advertise with you all or what does that process look like?
0: Yes, uh, we're open to any uh, regulated cannabis business, you know, that needs a a license that somebody who touches the plant and to any uh, what I call uh, complementary businesses. You know, anybody that sells fans, lighting, uh, point of sale software, anything you can think of that would help support any of these businesses. uh, I want those people to be able to be listed on our website as well. Kind of trying yeah. to you know, make a one, one-stop place for people to come and you know, try and uh, find their data.
2: Sure. And would you say that this website is more geared towards business-to-business relationships, or are there assets here available for consumers as well?
0: It's both. Uh, right now, we, we're obviously lead more to business-to-business. Uh, But as we grow and expand the content, you know, we want to be able to hook into point of sale systems, do menus online for people, those kind of things. Uh, But as a small startup, trying to get my foot in the door has been very challenging uh, Mm. to some of these uh, software companies and stuff. Uh, They don't return your calls or they don't return your emails. (laughs) So that, that part's been a little difficult, but we will grow and expand into that area.
2: Well, and I mean, you've already done a lot of growing and expanding. It looks like because over you've got uh, hemp and CBD delivery, transport, labs, process. So you have categories for really all of the businesses in the segment to to really get in and utilize this platform, but also be able to offer kind of the the leads and prospects in that process, security, right? Because a lot of us don't want to use our personal platforms uh, to talk about cannabis. And, And some of us are a little nervous about oversight when it comes to our, you know, kind of our digital usage. And so this seems to me like a, it makes sense in a really great place for any business, ancillary businesses as well, to not just feel secure themselves, but to allow their prospects to feel safe in their search.
0: Great. Yeah, that's, that's exactly our aim is that we, we want people to know that they're secure when they come on our website.
2: That's awesome. Now, Dan, let's jump into learning a little bit more about you because I see here that in the search on the website, there is this retriever that helps us find information. So I'm wondering is Maddie the retriever? Is that something that's here on the website or is this influenced by someone important?
0: No, it's, it's a voice activated uh, search feature that I added. Um, to the website. It's pretty much cutting edge technology and uh, not many websites have it. I mean, you can go to Google and do your voice search there, but again, you're getting tracked. They're tracking everything that you're doing. Your voice is getting sent to their servers and saved as a file. And uh, I don't know how long they keep it out there, but uh, when you use their search, that's what happens. When you use my search, nothing gets tracked. Uh, we don't need to track, uh, you know, what you're searching for to, to be successful.
2: Interesting. I never knew that even using the voice search on Google meant that my voice was being kept somewhere.
0: Yeah. They actually capture your voice and, uh, save it on a server.
2: Interesting. So Maddie, the cannabis retriever it, Maddie, is that a real dog?
0: Yes, she's my uh, black lab. She's about uh, seven and a half now. Uh, But uh, I just wanted a little play on the words of search and retrieving and just uh, thought she'd be fun.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, it's always great to include members of the family. So that's amazing. Now, Dan, you have some interesting hobbies and a lot of men, or I should say, many individuals in our audience have just such really unique hobbies and I love learning about them. Do you mind sharing with us what what some of your hobbies are? And I think you know which one in particular I get most excited about.
0: <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm, I'm into music, I played saxophone uh, when I was in school in uh, both the jazz stage band and uh, marching band stuff. Uh, so I'd like to do music stuff. And then, uh, of course, I'm into uh, old uh, uh, hot rods. That's what yes. I like to work on. And so I, my first car, in fact, was a 1968 Chevelle muscle car. So,
2: No um, kidding. And what types of cars are you working on now?
0: Well, my personally, I have a 40, uh, 51 Hudson, uh, uh, sorry, twin H uh, Hudson uh, coupe that I'm working on and then uh during the day uh right now i'm doing some car restorations uh to put some money on the table for while sure. i build the website and uh so i'm uh, i'm working for a company and uh out of that's close by here but uh i've got a 21 window vw uh, volkswagen van 1967 and then i'm working on a 64 impala ss and a 1955 desoto fire dome it's got an early <laughs> Chrysler Hemi motor in it.
2: <laughs> that is so fun. So before I got into the cannabis space and podcasting, I ran a small drive-in movie theater. And one of my favorite activities that we did in terms of community projects was the vintage car shows and to see some of the cars that, that came. But... What really I thought was so fascinating is to hear the stories of the restoration because there's so much passion, obviously for the automobile, but just the amount of care and detail that goes into refurbishing a vehicle, like it, it must be exhausting. So was this something that you learned over time or like, have you been doing this since you were a kid?
0: Oh, I've been doing this since I was a kid. I I was always out in the garage, uh, handing my grandpa wrenches and uh, helping him work on uh, cars and things on the farm. And then uh, I actually started doing bodywork and painting when I was 18 and did that for about 10 years. And then uh, just have always worked on cars my entire life. It's always been a hobby. It's something I uh, can fall back on and something I enjoy doing.
2: That's awesome, and uh, so do you still play a lot of music today, or like, do you have a band?
0: No, I, I, just, I, I just try to stay up on some of the latest stuff, but I'm kind of more into the, some of the vintage music, uh, classic blues uh, from the 60s, and things like that. Um, I, gave my, I actually gave my saxophones to my nephew who uh, plays them to this day. He uh, has a little band that he uh, does on the side. So he's got the continuing on with the tradition, hopefully. And uh, so that, yeah, but I don't actually play the saxophone anymore.
2: Sure. So I mean, we got to lead the next generation into music, right?
0: Right, exactly. You know and and uh, they need to you know, it's fun to see them learn about some of the old music, some of the jazz music, the dance you know the dance music, and that kind of stuff from that era.
2: And again, I mean, with the drive-in, all we would play is is oldies, and so you know, I mean, it's so hard not to be dancing, you know, when you listen to that type of music. And it was my favorite when you know we just get the pre-movie soundtrack going, and you know, just see you know different couples going. You know, we had a little stage area below the screen, and you would see you know maybe like an, an older couple that they would start and they would go dance, and then you would see some younger you know couples going out. And then even younger, next thing you know, you've got, you know, 30, 40 different groups of people just dancing and having a great time. And, you know, so I I always appreciate music. I I do not, nor does anybody want me to play. But I think that's one of the reasons why I appreciate it so much, because it's really easy to appreciate the things that I just am absolutely horrible at. I see here, Dan, that you also have a careers tab. So, you know, this market is adding jobs all of the time. And we've got people, you know, and just so many people of the public that hear our guests come on, and they relate and connect with them in some fashion. And so I think that just over the next couple years, the more that websites can do to amplify jobs and job creation, I think it's going to be instrumental into the success of the industry. So I see here that you've got a job listings tab. And so what I Want to do is i would love to reach out and work with you about some positions that we have coming up but also invite our audience that if you're looking for talented individuals uh we need to be very active in making sure that this industry is welcoming to people so i definitely want to encourage one of course uh businesses to advertise with you but i really want to encourage our audience to start listing jobs anywhere and everywhere because with COVID and just, you know, we're seeing the impacts on the community all over the place. I think that it's important that we try to one, fill positions as quickly as possible, uh, but two, really show people that, you know, there is a place for them in this industry. So that was just something I wanted to call out and invite people to reach out to you for, um, because it's just, it's important that we get our community back to work as quick as possible.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And that's a, that's a, it's a tough, uh, job situation for everybody right now. You know, some some states uh, they've shut down uh, retail stores, and other states they've made them essential and left them open. And it, it's it's kind of it's crazy, but we we it's right. We need to work together on this. And um, I will be expanding uh, my job listings here for so if people want to submit them, they'll be able to do that probably within the next two weeks.
2: That's amazing. Uh,
0: One thing that I can do as a small uh, startup is I can turn new features around a lot more quickly than, than, say, any of my competitors can that have to go through meetings and budgets and all that. And so if I decide I want to do something, I just do it.
2: Right. Well, that's, you know, that's one of the benefits of, of having these skill sets, because, you know, I can I can play with a, a small Wix or WordPress site, but, you know, that's not going to give the the features or even the look of something as, as beautiful as what you're working on. And so, you know, I think it's great, you know, especially us startups, we can pivot and maneuver so quickly that you know, we really can adapt to, to what the audience needs are. And so when I was looking at your site, that was something that really kind of, you know, hit home for me as that, you know, we absolutely need to be doing, you know, everybody in the industry helping people find jobs uh, because it's, it's going to be the only way that we continue to grow and also kind of bounce back from, you know, just some of the economic hardships that I think every single one of us is facing in one capacity or another.
0: Yeah, we're we're all being hit by this one way or another. Uh, it, it's I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime.
2: You no, know, I was speaking to my grandmother the other day. You know, I, we try to check in with each other. You know, especially when I'm on the road, and you know, we just like to make sure that you know we're all healthy and safe, and we have the most amazing conversations. And and I said to her, I said, you know, just. Have you seen anything like this in in your lifetime and you know, she's like, well, I do have the, you know, experience where one might think she's like, but there's nothing like this. She said, I haven't seen, you know, anything like this just from all facets of society. Right. You know, from economics to just culture, uh, there's so much going on in 2020. And at the end of the day, you know, I think that you know, we, we definitely have an opportunity to to pause and think and reflect. But. I tell everybody, and if you follow me, you know, at the end of the day, all we can do is share love. And so that's what we're trying to do here on Weed Buds Radio by showcasing, you know, just the entrepreneurs and the movers and the shakers of the cannabis industry in hopes that people will connect with each other and and find unique ways to share love with the world. So Dan, I want to thank you for joining Weed Buds Radio and sharing your unique love with the world.
0: I appreciate the opportunity. It's been a, a joy to talk with you today.
1: Mr. Thompson has such an interesting, diverse life as we're learning here. I think a lot of these skill sets that are on the side, like being a musician, restoring old vehicles, these things add just small amounts of tremendous value to help sort of stabilize uh, Dan's career and um, how he's making decisions overall. So it's cool to get into the inner workings a little bit and hear some of the behind the scenes.
2: At the end of the day, I think all we can do is make decisions based off of past experiences and education. And so no matter what that unique experience is, it's always going to shape what comes next. And ultimately that's just, consequently the ripple effect of life is that a decision made today is going to impact tomorrow no matter how trivial it is. And so I agree with you. I'm always fascinated by that because you can tell like even in marketing you know who has a very artistic and creative background versus those that have a more business development oriented background because at the end of the day the goal is to still communicate the value of a product but it's going to be accomplished very differently so matt thank you for for bringing that up and for joining us today on weed buds radio
1: it's always a pleasure to be here I really love the conversations, and to me, the, the information is super invaluable. You know, even if you're not trying to start a cannabis business, a lot of it really, to me, applies across many different sectors, and I'm finding a lot of just general wisdom and, you know, there are cool mentors out there and different people, so it's awesome to be a part of, of this whole journey.
2: If you're Absolutely. Really enjoying And if no... You, you don't get to do this. You hijacked the intro. I get to take the outro. So if you enjoyed this episode and all Weed Buds Radio episodes, please be sure to heart, share, and retweet with 15 people that you think would find tremendous value in this episode. I did this outro better than Matt. Leave a comment and let you decide. <laughs> Until next time, puff. Puff. Peace.